0: I just wanted to be around people who had done it to show my subconscious, to show that programming that if it's for her, it's also for me. me. If she's been Mm -hmm. able to do it, I can also do this. And that, I have played that out over and over and over again in my own life and seen it work so beautifully for the people I get to spend my time with that when you do that, when you up-level your circle, and it doesn't mean you have to be best friends with these people. Sometimes it's a matter of just what you're paying attention to, what you're watching, what you're reading, documentaries, you're consuming, podcasts you're listening to, then you start to show that subconscious mind what's in fact possible in your life. So I think that's been one of my biggest lessons. And one of the things that I encourage so much is get yourself into those places. Mm. Find yourself in a place where you're going to be able to reprogram what you believe to be possible. Finally here, welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena.
1: Hello, people watching, wherever you're watching from in the world. I am in Mexico. Andy, where are you right now? Where are you, where are you dialing in from?
0: I'm in Los Angeles. And LA, baby. California, yeah, It's love. beautiful here. But Mexico sounds great too. Yeah, so. I'm,
1: I'm in Cabo, so I'm just down the str- I'm just down the down Ooh, the road from you. Yeah. Just down
0: the just a little short flight just, away from just, me. Just
1: down the road. It's about two hours mm-hmm. or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: but guys, listening, you're tuning into another episode of the Do It With Dan podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mangena, empowering you to reconnect with your natural state of abundance and have an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. I'm here with Andy Eaton. Uh, we're about to get to know each other. You guys are going to get to listen in. It's going to be yummy delicious because we have ordained it to be so. Very excited to uh, be also off Zoom and starting with Riverside Audio. You are my first Riverside Audio human.
0: Ooh, amazing. I just switched to Riverside for my show about a month ago and I'm enjoying it. So we should have have a good
1: time here. I've been on a couple of Riverside Audios as a guest. And so this is the first time I'm going to be hosting the thing. I'm very excited because Zoom has been a great lover for the past four years. Mm-hmm. But you know the video quality and sound <laughs> quality sometimes is a little bit not too. But it wasn't made for podcasting; it was made for meetings. So we still love exactly. you Zoom, but we're breaking up for this. Andy, why don't you tell the people a little bit, about more about who you are, what you do in the world, and a sure. bit more of the yummy magic that you're up to.
0: Yeah. So obviously, as I mentioned, I'm here in sunny California, and. The work that I do is, I call the work I do soul strategy. I spent a large portion of my career working in in the corporate world. I was a, a beauty industry executive for 15 years or so. Get and out of town. I thought yeah, you were in like I your 20s. I, okay, I'll take it. I Well, you know, I worked in beauty, so I learned a few tricks while I was eating there. you the vegetables
1: <laughs> yet, lady, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> I've got
0: my glass of water all the time. What? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for that. You're already flattering me. This is going beautifully well thus far. (laughs) So yeah. So I worked in that industry for a really long time and I I still do a lot of work with wellness brands, conscious living companies, um, companies that want to become more conscious that maybe haven't been historically. And that is really where my career started. I took a very serious leap of faith and about 2014 left my corporate job, uh, scared my parents to death they were like what you've worked your way all the way up to this place and you're just going to take a take a leap and you have no game plan this is crazy um but it it was what i needed to do so i i moved i moved away i quit my job I ended a relationship i did all the things that you need to wow, do when you you're kind of i went all in yeah i just like burned it all down but in the Burn most loving way possible
1: yeah, with love
0: <laughs> sometimes you have to <laughs> right and I I wasn't quite sure what was going to be next. I started working. I gave myself some room, but when I when I came back to okay, it's time to make a plan for what's next. I was doing a lot of work as a consultant and a strategist, working with creative businesses, beauty, some other beauty companies, um, wellness brands, and then I saw my blog that I had been writing for fun as a passion project since 2012 start to grow and. That was really the big transition in my life. I, I saw that this blog where I was sharing stories about solo travel and the uh, holistic living experiences that I was trying out, things that I knew from my days in the beauty world, but that I was applying in new ways. I, I started writing that. And today, WeWe, which is the name of the blog, O-U-I, like we, yes, mm-hmm. we, like you and me, we is um, a home for holistic living um, experiential travel, soul strategy, creative expression, and we have writers and educators in all sorts of different modalities and realms, and we offer retreats and coursework and all that good stuff. And it started as my little passion project. And today I still get to do a lot of consulting with uh, folks in the corporate world and go into those spaces and help make those spaces a better place. And then I get to do a lot of a lot of work sharing, the things that have made a big impact in my life through what we do at we. Well,
1: it's a wee, wee from me on that one. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so you you literally so you, you you weren't like oh my plan is I'm going to be doing blogging. And this is you're oh like,
0: definitely not.
1: No, Mama, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm good. On to the next chapter, whatever it may be. Yeah. Sorry, love. No more loving for you. Sorry, job. <laughs> no more of my time energy we're moving on and it just yeah. it was ready for you on the other side
0: i mean it sounds like it was a very very like clean you know here we go this is what we're doing i, I of course it never is right it's like i'm leaving the job and i better get out of the country so i don't get desperate and go back to the job because you know it was, i knew i was going to be terrified I need some
1: distance i need some yeah, distance yeah I, I need to Still go, go and to i have eggs. a
0: Exactly. All of the things. (laughs) Right. And I still have a great relationship with the company that I worked for, for all of those years. I actually work as a consultant for them now. Um, But yeah, I decided that I had this, this real awareness that I had done a great job at doing the things that I was supposed to do, which so many Mm. of us have that experience, right? Where we're like, Mm. all right, I've kind of nailed all the things I was supposed to do. But like, what do I really want to be about? Mm. What do I really want to get up to? Busy week. Yeah. Yeah. I started mm-hmm. having that, that awareness and I had no idea what that was going to look like <laughs> and what I was going to be about, but I knew that I had to give myself some space for the magic to start to show up. And uh, that's what I did. Yes. Yeah.
1: I love that. Let's just repeat that for everybody at home. We had you to create give yourself space, the space for the magic to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. you got to give yourself people
1: because people don't do that do they they're like oh i'm they gonna don't. do the thing but also i'm gonna control all of the details and also i'm gonna tell god exactly how to give me this thing and then it's only gonna come to me this way and that's it so thank you god for being all intelligent but me and my humanists i'm gonna decide how this is gonna be oh no it didn't work that's what we normally yeah. do versus totally. you know what this is what i know isn't working for me this is what i want more of this is the yumminess i'd love to step into and I don't know how it's gonna work out, but here's a space to do your thing.
0: Yeah. 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 And that is really scary and it's really hard. And we are not wired for that. I mean, we we probably are somewhere deep inside, but we have created this this culture of you've got to always be following the, the plan, doing the next thing, checking off the boxes, writing the to-do mm-hmm. list, all of that, right? Getting the house, getting the car, doing the things. And When we actually allow that space, that space to create some sacredness for self, which we don't do very often for most of us, when we when we step into that, so much can open up for us. And I I knew enough to know that I didn't know what was next for me and that it wasn't going to come from me spinning my wheels trying to figure it out, that I had to give myself the space and the time. So. And I love having this
1: conversation with people. It's like, we don't even, we we don't even know what's going on in our own body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yet we try to work out the trillions of moving pieces that are going to bring forth mm-hmm. our manifestation or our goal or our t- objective or our intention versus trusting that the systems are already in place for right. everything to come forward and all that we really need to understand are, are are the role that we play in getting that system moving. Now, I'm not saying that we don't do anything. We sit around eating Cheetos or whatever, but right, the, the actual hands-on role that we have in bringing forth anything in physical reality is so much less than all of the, I'm going to control all of the things and I'm going to be in charge of it that we try to step into. And we just end up mm-hmm. burning out, getting frustrated or just. Wasting a lot of time and energy trying to control pieces that we can't control.
0: Totally, totally. Mm. Yeah, and I found that in that process, really amazing things started presenting themselves to me. And they were the things that had I tried to control what was next, I wouldn't have even dreamed as big (laughs) as those things were. And so (laughs) I started to have this awareness that, oh, sister, your self-worth isn't even at the level of the stuff that's coming your way. What's happening here? And so I really started to analyze that process of, okay, when we're in this, when we're in this space of sacredness and stillness, what, Mm -hmm. what does, what does have the possibility to present itself? And are you ready to match what is showing up for you energetically? Are you, and, and the more you, the more you practice that, the better you get at it. And it's like, oh, the good stuff starts coming your way Yeah, a little more often and a little more often.
1: A little more, a little more. Because again, like going back to what I was just saying about the role that we play, and that is really our role. So like, I love to say that action is the receivership, the receiving principle, not the creation principle. Mm, So our action and our involvement is actually to either surrender to our unconscious programs, which may serve us or not, or to step up and create an intention Mm -hmm. And then just to keep ourselves in tune with that intention through what we're feeding, what we're feeding our mind and our spirit and what we're doing with our actions in that conscious time. Because, again, even when we look at the unconscious mind, 97 percent of our action is happening unconsciously, 97 percent for most of us. Mm -hmm. And so even the heavy lifting that we're trying to do with our conscious mind is always going to get won out by the unconscious anyway. So the work should be leveling up to make sure that our worthiness levels are there, that our believership for our receivership is in place versus. I'm going to use my time to try and control all of the pieces of the universe because I'm all powerful mm-hmm. for, for human. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: What are some of the it biggest,
1: is. yummiest lessons that you got from your big adventure, Andy?
0: Mm, that's such a good question. So some of the best lessons were, I'll give you a couple. One was the importance. Well, of course I already mentioned this and I'll, I'll speak to this one. Just highlight this one, the stillness. You have to create mm. that space for stillness and that's, I'll say it one more time. That's when the magic can start to find you when you create this space and stillness. So that was definitely one. Another one that I found to be incredible incredibly impactful in my life and it's something that I teach now whether it be to someone who's just starting to think about taking that first step into something that would allow them to step into their higher calling or when I'm talking to a CEO that's just reconsidering how they want to be in the world of business and how they want their company to, to show up and how they want the people in their company to show up. And that is to surround yourself with people who are expansive to you in a way that you see a future possibility of yourself and them. And so Mm. an example of that would be for me, one of the things that came up during that time that I had left the job and I was thinking about what I wanted to do next I had this idea for a book I wanted to write. So one of the things that I started to do was find myself, place myself in circles where there were other women like me who had written books. And so I started Mm -hmm. to see how their process unfolded, what they had to do in order to make it happen for them, who Mm -hmm. they were in relationships with. Mm -hmm. who their agents were, who their Mm -hmm. editors were, what that process looked like. And it didn't mean that I necessarily was going and taking a class about writing a book. Although that's a great, a great, you know, approach too. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be around people who had done it to show my subconscious, to show that programming that if it's for her, it's also for me. me. If she's Mm -hmm. been able to do it, I can also do this. And that I have played that out over and over and over again in my own life and seen it work so beautifully for the people I get to spend my time with that when you do that, when you up level your circle, and it doesn't mean you have to be best friends with these people. Sometimes it's a matter of just what you're paying attention to what you're watching, what you're reading documentaries, you're consuming podcasts, you're listening to, then you start to show that subconscious mind, what's in fact possible in your life. So I think that's been one of my biggest lessons. And one of the things that I encourage so much is get yourself into those places. Mm. Find yourself in a place where you're going to be able to reprogram what you believe to be possible.
1: I love all of this because even in terms of my own journey, that literally, and I did it by accident, that was the thing that literally saved my life. It was Mm. my environment being populated with evidence to support a new idea. I mean, I mean, so many of us we wake up in the morning and we don't realize that we didn't wake up in the morning with this complete whole sense of being of who we are. It happened Mm -hmm. over time. Like right now, we're we're reaping the fruits in terms of our experience of the identity that we've been building up of everything that's been leading up to now. We're planting the seeds right now by what we're allowing into our environment for what we're going to be. So when you were saying, "Hey, I'm going to do the book thing," you started to plant those seeds that allowed Mm -hmm. evidence of possibility to pour into your experience, so that when it came time to reap later you were reaping in the context of possibility that, oh, I can do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, she got the book deal. Not that I'm saying comparing myself to her, but if mama can do it, mama can do it, right? We can both do the thing. And so the story that bubbles up for so many of us is that I can't, I'm not worthy. I mean, those stories didn't come from nowhere. They're sitting there because they were given space to breathe. The second that we don't give them space to breathe, not because we're fighting it or killing it or making it wrong, but we've just given it a different landscape against which to make these choices about what's possible. The game completely changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you'll, you may find when you, when you start doing this, that you'll have these moments of feeling envious, feeling a little jealous. And if something Mm -hmm. is making you feel bad, that's probably not it. Like that's, Mm -hmm. don't spend your time there. But if you're Mm -hmm. noticing a little bit of that envy you're probably just witnessing an unmet version of who mm-hmm. you have the potential to be. And you're like mm-hmm. a little tiny bit feeling that in a way that's like, Hmm, what she got that for? And I don't have that yet. Yeah. You're just seeing what could be like, for what's you. You want
1: versus what's being you down. Exactly. Right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got to pay attention to that. You got to, you got to allow a little bit of that inspiration. And if you start feeling bad, move on. But allow a little bit of that fire lighting to happen because you start to see what's possible. So that's been that's been a huge a huge lesson. There's another one. A conversation I was having the other day. I am a big a big proponent of creating lists when you're considering what it is that you're dreaming of. So mm-hmm. in the example of let's just say you want to you want a new house, and so you're mm-hmm. starting to outline what what is this house going to be, and it's not okay. How much money do I need to have to get this house it's how's this house going to make me feel emotionally Amen. when i wake up there every day Amen. what's it going to be like what's mm-hmm. it going to um what's the what's the state of being going to be like are is, it, is there going to be beautiful light what type of floors am i going to have when i step out of bed in the morning what am i gliding across as i move to the kitchen like think about those things and really place yourself into the experience of what this house is going to be and i find that When you start to create lists like that for all the different areas of your life, when those things start to show themselves to you, you start to recognize it coming. You start to have this awareness that, oh, yeah, that's that's something that I've already started to hold a vision for a vision Mm. for. And so it starts to become familiar and your mind starts to believe in the possibility of this thing becoming true for you. And I was having a conversation the other day with a gal and she said, well, you know, as you're talking about this list idea, it just takes me back to like writing lists for Santa when I was a kid. And you believed that only maybe one or two things on that list could actually be for you because that's what you were told is like, you know, write a big list because, you know, maybe Santa will pick a thing or two for you this year and it'll be under the tree. (laughs) And this is very different than that. This is we're writing the list. Because we are worthy of having everything that we believe to be for us. And when you sit down to write that list the first time, you may not feel that way. But the intention is that you do the work internally to get to a place of belief that, of course, this is for me. Of course, this list is for me. And if I say that I want a big bathtub and I want great natural light and I want a beautiful office to work in, why wouldn't it be for me? Why wouldn't I be worthy of those things?
1: I love, that. I love
0: so, that. Yeah. So that's another one that I think is really important.
1: I just want to just quickly touch on something that links these two ideas as well, because the other thing that can happen when you're in these different rooms with these different people is you can actually start to refine your list with real evidence. It's no longer just this purely mm-hmm. philosophical cognitive mm-hmm. experience. I'll give you an example. Um, I went to go pick up, um, a new watch the other day. Yeah. I got myself a, I've never been a Hublot person. I don't know if you're a watch person, but I've never been a Hublot <laughs> person. I've always had uh, Rolexes and Audemars Pikes is always what I've been into. But I, mm-hmm. I walked in, my mate was picking up something and I saw this Hublot. I'm like, oh my God, I need the thing. I'm there getting the <laughs> thing. And there were these guys talking and there's this this guy, he's got like 70 watches and he was buying another one. And he's like, yeah, I've got them in this, this safe. And like, I I don't even remember the ones I've got sometimes. I never even get to wear some of them. They just sit in this safe. And for me, it actually was like, oh, like I actually, that made me feel really not yummy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, I mean, I like watches. I really feel cool to have not a limited experience, but one where it's like, I want to have a collection where I'm actually going to enjoy the pieces to wear them or whatever, not just. Grabbing after the things now.
0: Yeah, I
1: hadn't had that thinking before, and I think for so many of us, when we're looking at a house, I want a big house. It's got twenty million bedrooms, and it's got this, and it's got that. And actually, we end up going and then putting all this energy to creating something that doesn't even have us fulfilled because we haven't had sufficient physical evidence to make that list of what our wants are, so that we can have clarity yeah. and actually feel the yumminess of it. It was the same when I was on Necker Island uh in April. One of the guys that's in my mastermind that was there, he's like uber duber rich, like had like a nine figure exit and he's one of the co-owners on this island that's across the road from Necker. and it's like I wanted a private island has been like on my when I'm Johnny Big Sox and I've made it I'm gonna have a private <laughs> island and he like broke it down he's like yo D you don't want a private island you got this you got that you've got this you got that <laughs> and I was actually able to refine my desires with some like hands-on Ooh, experience And I I know this is kind of like the counterpoint to what you were saying in terms of like what you want, but the refining so that you can create that really deep, detailed pen to paper connection, I think not only allows us to have more fulfillment when we really reach a thing, but also even mapping out the journey to the thing becomes very different when it's a tangible idea that you've developed from having conversations, connections, relationship and observation of real people who are doing the thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And and what I love about the list process is what you'll find over time is you'll look back at lists and you'll see where your thinking was a year ago, 2 years ago, <laughs> 5 years ago. I'm looking back at lists now that I was writing when I was making that big life shift in 2013 and 2014, and the lists that I was writing then, what I believed to be possible then is miles away from what I believe to be possible now, but I had to mm. start there. I had to of start course. with I Want to publish a book. And now it's like, I want to publish a book and I want an advance of, you know, half a million dollars to publish a book. And then it was like, (laughs) I just want somebody to take a meeting with me. And that's a (laughs) great place to start then. You know, it was like, that would be amazing if just someone will have this conversation with me. But the beauty of that is that over time, your what you believe to be possible will expand so greatly as you receive and repeat and receive and repeat and you Mm. keep working through this process. And then your list grows along with you as you up level and evolve time and time again over the course of what will be a really beautiful life if you implement practices like this.
1: And I think there's another key thing here from what you said, implement practices. So everyone who's listening to this episode and is literally giving you guys keys to the kingdom. Have you paused this to make notes? Have we timestamped it? Have you already headed over to Andy's look for Andy online so you can get more of the yumminess? Or is it like, Oh, this is a nice podcast. Oh yes. List. <laughs> and then, Oh yes, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And you know, Andy Eater was talking about list. Do you have a list? Oh my God. Yeah. You totally have to have a list. Like, what are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Like, are you taking action? That's actually going to move you t- towards the goal. That's what I want to encourage everybody listening to do. We'll make sure we get stuff in the show notes and we're going to ask Andy a bit more um, about how to connect with her in a minute. But, um, so, Talk to me a little bit more about the the magic that you're doing to change human lives right now. Cause I'm pretty darn sure there's some yumminess <laughs> going on there. And I wanna know yeah. all of the things.
0: Sure, sure. So I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be with people live and in person again. So we're doing retreats. At, so I have the blog, of course. And then what spun off of the blog is we have a um, personal well-being studio called Wee Wee Studio. And we do <laughs> retreats and courses in the studio. And, I love it. Um, so we're doing live retreats again. We just wrapped one up. We've got another one coming up next spring in Bali. We'll take our folks there for a week. We'll do a lot of good Intuition building vision, expanding work and just get you out of your element, take you to Bali where you're going to have this really, really incredible experience and a really rich energetic vortex that absolutely will just change, change your, change everything for you. So doing things like that. And then we have a signature course that we are running. We run it multiple times a year. It's called manifestation blueprint. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a blueprint to support. You and working through moving through blocks and limiting beliefs, starting to build your list, starting to find those expansive people that you can surround yourself with to change what you believe to be possible. So it takes you all the way through that process. And then it's for for folks that are really type A or Virgos and Capricorns, if you're into astrology, they love the part where we literally map out your plan for the year ahead. And for folks that are a little bit more on the loving the. uh the artistic side and less about the mapping out the plan. we also do some vision boarding and build some really great plans around that. So that course is uh, it's four modules and we do it multiple times a year, like I said, and it's really work at your own pace. So love that course. It's one of the things that I recommend to people first when they come into my world because it's a great place to start. It's a great place to get grounded and to begin to expand what you believe to be possible for your life and your future
1: awesome it's awesome and we'll, we'll make sure we pop some uh, connection points in the show notes for people to dive in and do them out of interest um out of all of them what's your favoritest favoritest one to play with <laughs> do you have a favoritest one
0: a favouriteist what to play with
1: <laughs> all the doobery what's it's that you cook you cook in a, all the, in things? the kitchen all of the things <laughs> which is your most favouriteist thing
0: Oh man, that's, that is, that's hard. That's a, that's that way, a, I love, I love, they don't have love they don't all the have things. Personalities.
1: You're not, you're not going to break any hearts. Just me and you oh, talking, gosh. and everybody listening.
0: <laughs> well, I think when I think about that, I think about like, what are the, what are the things that really light me up and what values do I like really hold the dearest? And I, I love the travel experiences that, you know, there's nothing like taking obviously yourself on a great trip, but then taking people who are mm. really open to possibility, taking them on a really empower, empower, empowered trip. So I love I love those experiences. I really love, I still love being in the boardroom. So I love going into corporate environments and there's Shaking like, yeah, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Have, some usually they're like, you have some yeah. magic.
1: You have some magic. You have some magic. Everybody have some magic.
0: Yeah, I had a reading with a woman who does. um, I don't even know what to call it. She does like fairy angel readings of some sort. It was it was wild. And she said to me, she's like, did you? Yeah. She's like, did you know when you were this young executive and you were like a VP of sales at, you know, age 27, that when you walked into those rooms that you were doing witch work in the room? And I was like, hmm, I was like bringing witch energy into the room.
1: Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) We need to pause. We need to pause for a second. So you were accidentally just witchifying up the place.
0: I think I was. Yeah. She was like, you were totally witchifying the place up. And when I think about it, what I was really doing was I was going into those boardroom environments and I was fully leading with intuition and I was fully leading with a, a very heart centered approach to business. And yet, because I was typically the youngest person in the room and because I was typically one of the only women in the room, I was really grounded in all the data. I would study all the financials and I would do all the things I needed to do before walking in that room. Mm -hmm. But I would really tap into intuition to make recommendations. And I I had a great mentor once who she was a CEO of a company I was working with, and she she reminded me one time after a meeting, it was a pretty early meeting. She said, the reason we have you in this space is because we believe you see things and understand things that the folks in this room have not yet seen or believe Mm -hmm. to be possible about what this company could do. And a part of that was she just saw that I had a connection to the people on the teams and that I could really understand where they were coming from. And it was a fairly creative, it was a beauty industry. So it was hairdressers and makeup artists and those types of folks, and I really got them. I got creatives, and I always really have. And that's really what I think that witchiness was 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 my connection to creative expression, to intuition, to listening in a new way, to being grounded in the data and how things were done, but also being really open to shifting and and showing up from a more soul centered place. I love that. So that's fun for me too. That's really fun for me.
1: And when you're being that disruptive on th- that many demographics as well, you're probably also breaking people's narratives and beliefs about the boxes that we're supposed to be in and yeah. what things are meant to look like, and then doing a competent job and doing it with magic.
0: Here's some yeah. clicks for you. Yeah,
1: some clicks for you, Anne. Yeah,
0: thank you. Me. Yeah, I love yeah. asking the question. What if? I, I love that question in those types of environments, because it's usually why, what, and how, but I love that if question, you know, if we were to think about things this way, or if we were to approach an idea from this perspective, which has never been approached in this way before, what Mm -hmm. if, what, what, what's, what's possible. So that's Mm -hmm. always a question that I've really aligned to. And I think that that's, that's an important one to ask yourself too. And the way you show up every day.
1: Love it. Cheeky question. Ready? (laughs) Any other ways in your life that you think that you've been accidentally doing the witchcraft and wizardry?
0: Mm, I think I was probably like, I think that was me from the time I was a little tiny kid. I was like, you know, playing out in the forest, (laughs) talking to the plants and animals. Like that was just what I was up to. (laughs) Harry Pottering
1: up everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think I totally
0: was. Yeah, I was like, that's my that's my people out there, you know, the trees. And I, when I, I met my fiance, we were on a walk, like a hike one day, and I, I like acknowledged a tree. And it's, it's like, I'm a grown ass woman. And I'm now speaking to a, a tree as we're like on a hike. And he's like, I, I think that's a good practice. I was like, I don't know what you just did there. But I was like, you're doing great. You know, It's was like, this tree is beautiful. Let's acknowledge, let's acknowledge nature here. Yeah. And he was like, I think I'm into that. Yeah. They're all I doing great. I see you, boo.
1: I see you, boo. Just yeah. growing and
0: mm-hmm. changing mm-hmm.
1: colors of the seasons and all the things.
0: It's freaking amazing. It is. It is. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. So, yeah, I think that's always just been a bit of how I show up because, uh, I mean, I, I'm in awe by all of it. So
1: Yummy yeah, times, yummy yeah, times. Um, looking back to some practical bits and pieces, a little bit of housekeeping,
0: what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Yeah. So the best way for people to find me is you can definitely go to WeWe Studio and you can find the blog <laughs> there as well. Um, O-U-I-W-E Studio. studio. Yeah. Um, we've got lots of good stuff going on over there. We have our podcast, which is your WooWoo woo Best Friend, which I am very much that for people, the woo woo Best Friend. And
1: excited to come and play with you on that. As yeah. Well. In the next couple of yeah. days we're going to get that done too.
0: That is absolutely true. We're going to get to hang out some more. So those those are the great places to find me. You of course can find me on um Instagram and all the social oh, well, sites does. and all that stuff. You can find straight out of WeWe Studio.
1: Yeah, I'm going to make sure I um that I'm following you on the old gram grammage yeah for your your tree, ness and other sites Yeah, there's
0: nice. some good tree-ness on the gram so <laughs> you can totally come find that there. Yes. it uh, was a
1: and um, what was the name of the program that you said was a great place for people to start?
0: Yeah, a great place for people to start is Manifestation Blueprint. Manifestation and when Blueprint. you go, yes, when you go to check it out, we have a manifestation guide that's free to get you started. So you can go download that right off the website. We've got a masterclass that we run to that's free. And then and then to really get going, Manifestation Blueprint is a great place to get get going and get started.
1: Brilliant. Brilliant. Well. More- yeah, my magical dreamers listening in and tuning in. You heard it here. I'm not going to say heard it here first, because I'm sure Andy's <laughs> been other places and said it, but you heard it here in this combination and configuration of humanness That's right. and magic. That's right. Here's where you heard it first. Um, Andy, thank you so much for coming to hang out with me today and sharing your story my and pleasure. talking all things witchcraft, wizardry, magic, delicious, and <laughs> yumminess. Any closing thoughts for the listeners today?
0: You know, I would just encourage folks to... Hold in mind that anything you can imagine can be your reality. Anything you can imagine can be real. So dream it up. Dream it up.
1: Dream it up. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yes. we definitely like that phrase here at Dreamer HQ. You so thank sure you, thank do. You, thank you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. I, I had to. So I had to. We're going for this Instagram verification thing. And someone said, the reason why they keep knocking you back is because because I was Dreamer CEO. On Instagram, mm. and I had to change it to my name. It's like, okay, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put my name. But I, I do miss it. But uh, but everywhere else is still Dreamer CEO. So we'll still do all the dreaming. But I'm definitely all about the dreaming and uh, love it. So, um, till the next time we hang out, I guess, guys. And what we'll do, listeners, I'm going to pop in the show notes when my episode on Andy's <laughs> Best Friend podcast comes out. We'll pop it in the show notes and make sure you guys get to uh, go and link over there and subscribe and all the things. If you're not subscribed to my podcast and this is the first time you're listening, I forgive you. If you've been here before and are still not subscribed, I do forgive you, but let's be better friends. Um, (laughs) Until next time. Thank you, Andy, again. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open.